0: the endurance podcast episode number 38 my name is chris along with my co-hosts austin and tony and we are back for another one is this uh is our second or third one this year we're kind of slacking a little bit guys i think this will be the
1: third released one but second third one with all one. of us together yeah i missed one
0: yeah
1: there was a lot of sign going on in the intro chris everything okay yeah, you yeah. sick of this No, yet, actually this will be
0: this is our fourth one i just looked i just okay. looked with, well, third with me. So you're right. Third with me. No, I'm good. I'm good. A lot of dragon talk right before we started. So yeah, I was trying to get that out of my mind. Yeah, some good visuals. <laughs> Is this really 38 already? Mm-hmm. Number 38. I
2: I I don't know. I thought we were going to start it back over at one, just because it's been a while we now. Took a
0: break. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I have to do that on my podcast too. So uh, I got video out. So now. No, all the podcasts need to start rolling. I can only concentrate on one thing at a time.
1: Yeah, we got a new video. I haven't even checked it out yet. I got to get on the on the trainer to watch it.
0: Oh, Yeah, you're in there. You're in there flexing. Oh, sweet. Showing, okay, showing the guns. Even Nadia watched it. So you know. Oh, okay, I was impressed. Gotta check it out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I watched it last night when I did my little uh, spin on the trainer. That that took up most of the time. Nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those last few miles, I was hurting. No recording, put the camera away.
1: (laughs) Oh, you want to jump right into that? You want to jump into (laughs) your experience?
0: Well, I guess we can start. We all three, we all three just ran Surf City. You did the marathon. We just did Mm -hmm. the little half marathon. It's a great weekend, man. That was a lot of
1: fun seeing everybody.
0: Yeah, it was a good race with uh, everyone being out there and uh, being just local and weather, made it through the weather. Uh,
1: that was yeah brutal at the end but it's my one of my favorite events of the year for sure right because it's a hometown race for me I could I mean Chris you parked at my house and Tony knows where I live but it's I it's a half mile to the start line so it's you know literally like roll out of bed get warmed up run down there for a warm-up and take off it's it's the best so but yeah seeing everybody and then saw you guys right before the race so that was cool and and then seeing everybody out on course, I saw. I didn't see Chris. I didn't see the Chris's. I saw Tony. Tony must have been right around mile ten, I want to say, uh, at the lifeguard headquarters. And he so, was, were you headed back
0: out on um, on the bike path at that point?
1: Yeah, my second yeah. out and back on the actual okay. boardwalk. So I shouted yeah. across to him, but it was it was pretty far. Um, okay, but Since I was I, eight minutes
0: probably behind him <laughs> i missed you
1: yeah yeah so i saw him shouted at him i mean saw annie and jacob but i saw nadia, nadia was I, i'm sure you guys saw the video i was coming south uh for the first time on pch and she like jumps across the boardwalk and is like taking videos and stuff and i was like oh i better look good right here like pick up the pace you know so <laughs> but I was, I just, it's a great race man seeing
2: everybody i loved it yeah the number of cheers on course i just felt like there was support ev- everywhere um mm-hmm. i was running with i ended up running with some guy who um also wanted to run kind of like the same pace and you know everyone keeps like yelling out like tony and wolf pack and go and like you know t- and he just he's like you have a lot of fans <laughs> and i was like his, "He was french he's like you have a lot of fans and i was like uh, it's just uh, it's a local race for me right like a I just know a lot of the people that are here racing. So it's, it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm not anybody special or anything. And so he's just yeah. like, he's like, no one's cheering for me.
0: <laughs> just pretend your name is yeah. Tony, dude. Use it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was great because, uh, you know, a bunch of the snails were there. We see those guys at the track or girls at mm-hmm. the track. And then we've got all the OCE folks. So that, yeah, that was cool. There were, and then there's times where people yell, yell your name and, I, I don't even know. I didn't see who they were, right? It was too late. So, you're, you know, I'm always just like, hey, right? I never say anybody's name because I don't think I'm going to get it right anyways because I'm usually hurting.
2: Yeah. And yeah. in the moment, I usually just like yell, out yo, and then I do a little shotgun. Like I throw a shotgun at yeah. people. It's, yeah. it's, that's, that's about what you used to get from me when you yell.
0: Yeah. Well, when I saw you, right, you were in front of me, like I said, probably at that point, like six minutes, right? It was after you had turned around and I still hadn't turned around on PCH yet. And I saw you and I I yelled to you and, and I didn't think you did anything. So I was at that moment, I was just like, ah, shit, that wind's got to suck. He must be hurting (laughs) because he's total straight faced, no, no smiles, no, not even a glance. So and yeah. that wind certainly did suck. Yeah. Now was that happy. worse than it was in the past, uh, Austin? Because I know you've talked about it uh, being windy on PCH one direction or the other. Was that worse than it, it usually is? Well, so the interesting thing is uh,
1: the wind usually comes from just it technically comes from the east. But for the sake of the argument, let's say north, right? You'll get a headwind going north on PCH and then you get a tailwind back. But when storms move in here, it's the opposite. So if you're expecting rain or anything, that wind switches to, you know, the opposite direction, which is what we experienced. I remember last year, though, I don't know if Tony, I don't know if you were there. It kind of didn't start getting windy until a lot later. But the same thing happened. It got much windier um, at the end of the day. However, I've never done this race where it's been this bad. Um, But. I mean yeah I mean a headwind back always sucks no, I mean no matter how you look at it plus it was getting worse so you're not you're not experiencing the tailwind like a strong tailwind on the way out. you're getting like minimal tailwinds and then all of a sudden you're just like into this increasing headwind which
0: Well, I was really wondering bad. that thinking am I getting as much of an advantage with a tailwind when you run as it feels, as a disadvantage when you're running into it, you know, I mean, it it felt terrible running into it, but I didn't feel like I had it behind me on the way out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So this is my 12th year running it in a row. So I've had lots of experience on that course and, it wasn't the worst wind day I've experienced out there, but it, what made it bad is because, again, usually you'd get a, a tailwind. You, you, what you get in the tailwind, you're going obviously going to get in the, the headwind section, but it felt like on the way out, it was more of a sidewind, and then the wind shifted, so you never really got a true tailwind to assist you like on the way out because um, I was looking at the flags. even you, you know, there's I think you pass like three flags on PCH if you're kind of – you know, aware
0: yeah, I felt of like the towers. flags were going towards the water, mm-hmm. right. As we were running out. So they were blowing offshore onto the water, but it did not feel like that when you turned around.
2: Y- yeah. And then if you look at the flags, the flags actually did shift. So, um, and as you run up PCH, you do kind of shift a bit as well. You turn to the left and mm-hmm. that is going to put us right into more of a headwind. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, like Austin's talking about when the storms come in, the winds really start swirling and, and, you know, things change. So yeah, that was not, not the, not the funnest mile 10 and 11, I think of, of the day
3: for that. That was my worst.
0: Those were my worst two miles. Uh, That was when I started to panic right up until then the first uh, nine miles, so eight miles, first eight miles, I felt great, right? They were all sub six fifties I felt like, and uh, I think they pretty much were. And then yeah, mile 10, all of a sudden a seven Oh two. And I started to panic and then, uh, cause that's right around where you see the three mile mark and I was like a 108 and I was calculating in my head, oh shit, can I get to one, you know, under 130 and then the next mile was a 703 or 704. And then I was like really panicking. So, but I didn't know what my cross the line time was versus right. versus gun time. Um, you know, we were right there at the start, but there was some difference.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's I was I was curious what it was like for you guys on the start, because you guys started at 745. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because right about when you guys started is probably when I made a right turn back onto PCH after doing that kind of Central Park loop. And going through Central Park was great. I mean, because it's pretty sheltered, you know, and there's, there's a couple of rollers or whatever, but it was really good conditions. I was like, Oh, this is this could be really nice today. And then as soon as you kind of get out on PCH and you're really exposed, you know, there's, there's nothing sheltering it. It's, it's like, Oh, okay. You can feel a little bit of wind. So I was curious if you guys had, you know, more of a tailwind or sidewind, which is kind of what I felt like it was for a little bit. And then I was like, Oh shit, they're just, they're going to have winds the whole time. There's no like, you know, at least we got to get out early and get some, some good miles in, you know, where mm-hmm. you guys just have the wind the whole way. So. Yeah.
2: yeah well, the, Obviously, the, the way it starts too, when we're running along PCH, we're, you're sheltered from those side winds, so you get you get reprieve uh, with all the buildings that are right there, and then um, like those high the high bushes that are along PCH until you make that right. So I think when we made the right, that's kind of when the first time I really felt any mm-hmm. semblance of of okay. wind. Uh, and, and then of course, you know, coming back down and then once you make the right back onto PCH is, that's when it, I think it had picked up already by that point. Mm-hmm. Cause you're, you know, you're running another, what, two miles in, in that lollipop section, two and a half miles.
3: Mm-hmm. so Yeah. yeah. But,
0: no, but it was good. The great thing about that race is how many people are on course cheering. Yeah. Right. There, there's a ton of people, uh, all over that course, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But it's so cool to see. Yeah. That massive group
1: coming back because if you're at the you know the kind of the front end of the marathon you see everybody starting like you won't see the the faster half marathon guys like like I wouldn't I wouldn't see any of you guys before you made that right turn um coming down PCH but I remember I I heard my name and I was like looking around and a massive sea of people and I re, and I turned and saw Nani at the very last second um like in a group of people she was like giving a cheer and I was like who who, who? like Like you're saying, like trying to find who it is and you have no idea. And then last second I saw her before I kind of like had to keep running, you know? So, but it's just, it's an endless sea of people. And I don't, I thought I heard there was like between the half and the full marathon, like 13,000 people or something crazy. So that's a lot of people on course.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounded like there was a lot of PRs as well, at least from our group. Right. I think, uh, Annie PR'd, Mm -hmm. I know that, uh, I think Michael and Mm -hmm. Kelly, Okay. PR'd. Both of them. I know Michael did. I'm trying to think if Kelly did. I think Kelly. I thought Kelly did too. And then, uh, what what was your what's your marathon PR, Austin? Um, three hours,
1: twenty six seconds. So that was a PR for me. Yeah. Um, Sunday. What'd
0: you finish? Two fifty seven twenty five. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny when we were starting and you guys were starting. It's all about mindset for me. I'm just watching you guys start and I, you know, I'm ready to run 13 miles and it's just like, there's no fucking way I could run. Twenty six miles today. (laughs) I do not. I would not want to do that. (laughs) It's so weird. It's it's funny. Like you, you toe the line of a a half iron It's like there is no way in hell, right? If you were doing a five k, it's like there is no way in hell I would run a ten k (laughs) today. It's just a mindset, (laughs) right? You are in the zone, right? Yeah. Because you, because you know, if you are if you are saying I am
1: going to run twenty six point two miles, you are like, okay, I am going to do that, but. I don't know, sometimes you do like, I don't know, a long run, You're like 15 miles or 18 miles or something. You're like, oh my God, how am I going to do 26 at this or whatever? You know, it's, and it's just a mindset. It's like, well, I'm telling myself I'm going to go run this distance, you know, and it's going to suck, but, you know, and, but it's the same thing with 13. You know, if you were doing like a 10 mile workout and you're like, oh my God, how am I going to do 13? It's all, it's all relative that way. It's always fun to play that mind game. So,
3: yeah.
2: I, I do like yeah. the, uh, the, the mornings of a half marathon when I wake up and I'm like, ah, it's only a half. <laughs> it, it feels, it feels so much better. Uh, just knowing it, you know, it's the, they all, they all hurt in their own way, but just knowing that the time of pain is going to be less is, is refreshing. Right. Yeah.
0: Was yeah. Like, yeah. Well, when I crossed the finish line, I was just in my mind, I was like, you know, maybe I'm just a half athlete. That's it. Half Ironman, half marathon. That That's just where I belong. <laughs> <laughs> no it's hey man there's
1: plenty of people who had that same sentiment in the marathon because apparently there were people that just didn't want to do the second out and back or something and yeah i don't i, I don't know if you guys saw or tony did but the chip times someone had like posted a 204 and uh, I was looking at it with Chris Saka. He's like, dude, someone ran a 204. That's crazy. I was like, Chris, nobody here ran a 204. <laughs> they would be in the Olympics. Like,
0: yeah, we didn't even have anybody from our Olympic trials yeah. run a
1: 204. <laughs> I'm like, they would be contending for an Olympic medal, not not just like winning the trials. You know what I mean? So that's funny. I think, so did they uh, weed those out? Yeah, eventually they, they did. I think there was like, I don't know, maybe over 10 people. Cause I think originally I was sitting at like 37th overall. And I think I ended up 25th or 24th overall. So it was, it was a lot of people. And I remember only seeing a handful of them, like walking from kind of the faster groups, like as I would pass them, cause they were walking back with cramps or whatever. Uh, I just remember seeing that and I was like, oh yeah, they must have not been prepared. So kind of that same mindset where like, ah, I'll just skip the second out and back and just run back here. You know,
0: <laughs> how many, how, how many, uh, full marathoners were there?
2: Mm -mm. i I think there was Uh, 15 like 20 oh i thought it was like 20 2500 or something like that they had sent the numbers
1: yeah i think that many started when i looked at the like the finish list i think there was just over 1500 Uh, wait a thousand didn't finish
0: or didn't start maybe both but yeah um
3: yeah
0: 25th what i was getting at is the fact that you got 25th out of that that's impressive
1: well, I appreciate that, but it's not, um, a particularly competitive marathon. However,
0: hey, I took fifth in my age group. It was fucking competitive. Well, the half <laughs> is, the half is, the half definitely is. <laughs> I'm setting you up so that I can then no, set myself up even bigger, dude. Come well, on. Man. I mean,
1: that <laughs> the third place half guy ran like a 108 or something. It's a, it's a competitive half. Um, but the full re- usually isn't. However, this year was actually pretty crazy fast relatively speaking. I mean they there's not a ton of people that go under 3 hours and I remember starting off and and just I was in my pace and I was like all right cool like I'm on you know the idea was 255 I was like okay hey, I'm on pace and there's people just flying by me left and right. I'm like oh well they're they're going to blow up. They're all going to come back to me and maybe four or five of them did, you know? So there's a lot of people running like under 255 and closer to 250. So It was faster than past years, but it's not you know, it's not like LA or even OC, I would say.
0: You know, it's not like that fast. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I saw that I had I was fifth out of all the old guys, I I went and I tried to figure out who was in fourth and just to see how far off I was. And I think I was only like thirty seconds off being in fourth. And so that guy ran like a one twenty-eight something. Okay. And then third was like a one twenty-one. Oh right, just and then it was like a one eighteen, yeah. and then a one. It was just like huge, huge jumps for one, two, and three. And it was like, holy crap! So yeah, yeah there's maybe I could have taken fourth, but there's no way I was getting in that uh, that third spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, there's the guy in, who always wins my
2: age group. Like uh, I think his name's like uh, Roosevelt Roosevelt, Roosevelt Cook, Cook, I believe. Yep, yep, yep. And he, I think, uh, what he was third overall, I think. What's yeah, that? so he ran like 108 something. 108, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, he's there every year. He's a Cal Coast runner, I yes. believe. Yes, yes. So fast. So, yeah. yeah he's a, he runs a lot, dude. He's racing like every weekend. It's freaking wild. So Yeah, I I see him a lot. I've run into him like for so many years at so mm-hmm. many races. So it's he's a familiar face, familiar name, and he's always in my age group. So it's mm-hmm. it makes it really challenging. Yeah. To, yeah. You're like, well, I'm not winning my
0: age group today. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, that was cool. Well, no, it was a good day. I mean, I, I, uh, yeah, I worried I might blow up, you know, but it was like, well, I've got to, I've got to set the pace. And in my mind, I knew that there was going to be wind on the way back. So, you know, Chris and I started together and I think immediately he was like, nope, this is too hot. Um, (laughs) he commented, he's like, yeah, nice running with you for the first half mile. And, uh, but he wasn't that far behind me. I think he went 131. So he was only two minutes behind me, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, if I don't set this pace, uh, you know, and give myself a buffer, mm-hmm. I, th- I was I was pretty worried on the back end if we hit that wind and all of a sudden I lost ten seconds a mile. Oh, that that yeah, I'd fall apart.
1: That's exactly what yeah. happened to me in like the last four or five. I lost all the time. Like I split the half split was like just under two fifty five, and then I was like, oh, I am feeling good, and then coming back into the headwind, I was because I ran by myself all day, and I was just like. Okay. Like starting to lose like 15 seconds a mile, 20 seconds a mile. I'm just like, Oh my God. All right. Just get back. Just get back and under
0: sub three and like call it a day type of thing. It was yeah. brutal. But- well, it got me going. All right. Well, one twenty eight, that's within reason, right? I was 22 yeah. seconds off and uh, I had a seven Oh two and a seven Oh four. There's 24 seconds right yeah. there of my, of all yeah. 12 miles or all 13 miles. So I was like, all right, I can, I think I can squeak into the one twenty eight.
1: Do you guys ever, uh, if you if you're if you miss your kind of goal time or what you think you're capable of like go back in your head and like man if i would have just had like two more long runs or like this workout i'm like i definitely would have felt a whole lot stronger in these last miles and those sorts of things you guys ever do that like like you know psychoanalyze that
2: i i mean i don't do it from that perspective but um like i rode with ed and, and michael on saturday the day before mm-hmm. and it was 65 miles but it was some pretty good efforts and and you're like yeah. yeah so i knew i didn't have the legs and because the idea was never to really to race surf city um but i always want to do well and so i think i just afterwards i, I was kind of mopey and <laughs> yeah. nadia nadia knew right she's just like well, you know like you you didn't taper you're you know yeah. not in the best of health right now and you know you just came back from being sick and i was like I, I know, I know, I know, and I know I did to myself, but I I still, you know, I wanted to, it never feels good to do worse than you did the previous year. Um, and also like, like you guys were talking about on the way back, how much of a difference just pace wise. And I felt like I was working too hard for the pace I was, I was running. And so that's more or less what I'm kind of going off of was like, that shouldn't have felt that, that bad. Right. Right. Um, it was funny. I so I did see Josh. Uh, I I kind of told you guys this before, but so he was just running along the path like on the marathon um, course on the on near near the beach as I was like probably again it was mile 10 and a half, 11 right in the middle of the suck. And I just hear someone yell my name and it's Tony and it's like I turn around and I'm, there's like three other guys around me and he, he just looks over he goes
3: don't be a pussy. <laughs> and so everyone <laughs> around me just starts
2: laughing. Uh, I was like, okay, that's cool. That's what I needed right there. Um, yeah. yeah. Cause again, I think through, through the first five miles, I was faster than I was la- like, so last year I ran a one, like a, almost two minutes faster. I went one nineteen thirty something. something. Um, and so through the first five, I was faster and I felt like that was the right pace. Like effort wise, I could, I could hold, Um but then coming back through, like, like like right after right after eight, right after the turn, really, it just kind of really started to fall apart because I was running like 5.58, something like that, like right right under six, and then I made the turn and and that first mile I think was like a like a six eighteen, mm-hmm. and then the ten eleven were like six thirties. I was like, mm-hmm. well, what the like? Why does mm-hmm. this feel so hard right now? Just to maintain, and I'm you know obviously. 30 seconds slower than what I was running before. So right. if you guys were only losing <laughs> 10, 15 seconds, shit.
0: And those are slight uphill <clears throat> uphill, right? Yeah, there is like, I felt like there is a peak and I kept thinking, ah, oh, when I get past that little hill, I mean, they're not, I mean, they're not big, but I just kept thinking well, when I get past this, it's going to get easier. And so it didn't.
1: But C point. So that <clears throat> where you guys made that right turn, the first right turn, that's C point. So that's the same kind of last climb that you have when you're coming back on that on your out and back from PCH. So when you're headed south, that's kind of your last climb, but, and it'll start to descend, but then you have a slight little riser till about 17th street. And that's about a mile out from the finish yeah. uh, or like a little over a mile out. Um, so it's flat, but yeah, I mean, there's like kind of gradual risers as you're coming, coming back. So yeah, yeah. You're that plus the wind. Right. But
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah, the hardest thing about this, you know, mentally in this race for me is it's like being in Vegas. You walk out of your hotel and you're like, I'm gonna walk to that hotel, and you start walking, and you're like, Holy shit, this is a really long way. Yeah. You make that turn and you see the pier, and you think, I gotta run past the pier. That thing, it looks like it's twelve miles away from here, right? <laughs> you just keep running, and it you just keep running. The damn thing never gets any closer. So the pier uh, definitely felt like uh, um, you know, um, a mental struggle because it just wouldn't get closer and you knew you had to run past it. So mm-hmm. I don't. And then when I got to it, I don't even remember running past it. I don't remember running through downtown Huntington beach. I don't remember. I was, I think I was completely, you know, I stopped recording. I was completely in the pain cave. Just nothing was around me other than the only thing I remember. Cause I remember it the whole way is there was a guy running with me? He had his shirt off, uh, which you know made me think about you two guys. But he, <laughs> the whole way, this guy's running, and he was the loudest freaking runner, oh, right? One of those like slap your feet moaning and groaning and breathing so hard, like every breath, just the whole run. I'm like, oh my God, you have to be hoarse by the time you get done with this race. How are you running this way? And he'd surge past me and then he'd fall back and he'd surge past me and fall back and over and over and over again. I just, I could not get away from him. (laughs) I was just like, you are miserable to run next to. You make me feel terrible just listening to you. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah you, you
0: remind me of my cim
2: complaint remember i had that i was one just guy gonna there. talk about that dude i had the <laughs> same thing like dude half a
1: mile into the race there's this guy doing exactly what you were talking about slapping feet <sighs> i'm like dude we're half a mile in and like you know i let like i i slowed down a little bit at the start and then like kind of let this group go because i was like well i'm not i'm not gonna keep running this pace and he went with him and then i don't know three miles in i passed him I was like, Oh, okay, cool. I don't have to deal with this anymore. But it's like that thing where he's throwing off your rhythm and you're like, I can't focus on anything I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? So I had, I had that same, I was like, do you a mile in? How, how are you? I, your heart rate shouldn't be this high already. You know what I mean? So,
0: but yeah. yeah and the other thing I noticed is, cause I don't run marathons or half marathons, So I don't run with a lot of people and in an Ironman. You're never running yeah. with, you're always passing or, or someone's passing you. Right. You don't, yeah. I never run with people when I'm racing. The cadence, everybody's, you know, there's always somebody around you and I have a hard time. I'm like trying to run my cadence and these slapping feet and I have a hard time not falling into whatever they're doing. So I was working hard to try and find runner. It's like, okay, I'm going to shift over this way a little bit. You know, they've got a higher cadence and try and kind of mimic that versus, you know, somebody like slapping their feet along, but Mm -hmm. it is fun running behind a marathon because on that way back on that last five miles, which did suck, you had a lot of people to run past, Oh right? yeah. which, which is yeah. cool. Right. Cause you're just like reeling them in, reeling them in, even though, you know, they're running a marathon, it's just still mentally. You're, you're slowly bringing people back in, yeah. which was, which yeah. was nice.
2: Yeah. I see. And I don't, I don't like it cause it doesn't allow me to run, run the tangents properly. Cause I have to run around mm-hmm. all these people, especially even like right at the lollipop section, once you make that, just des- like trying to make that descent, it's so packed and, and there's like nowhere to go and you end up running longer. So,
0: and that is kind of narrow right there.
2: It is a narrow section. Uh, so once you're back on PCH, it's not so bad. Uh, and where I was, I kind of fell into no man's land. So there's a big gap between me and the, you know anyone else. And so I was just eating wind. Uh, I think Nadia came up on me, right. As like two guys had caught me from behind and I was going to go with, with them. But at at that point, like I was eating wind for so long by myself that I was like, that's not going to happen right now. So I'm like, that's whatever. Like, that's just, (laughs) let me just settle in. So,
0: (laughs) well, I did notice, uh, on that run back, I was trying to find somebody. I'm like, all right, who can I duck behind? Right. And try and get behind. I'm like, there is nobody bigger than I am at this point up here. Right. I, I, and then when I edited the video, I was like specifically looking at like the runners that were around me. I'm like, ah, which one of these is not like the other man. It's like, I don't look like any of these little string beans running around me. i was I'm surprised uh, you didn't have like 10 guys behind you. Just like, yeah. in a, line. <laughs> like a train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It starts,
2: dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I, at the very start of the race, I could hear all these feet behind me
1: and they kind of faded off a little bit and same thing as Tony was saying. I was like in between two groups. I didn't want to go any faster. I didn't want to go any slower. So I was like, well, I guess I'm just running on my own and it's okay right now. I got to like mile, I don't know, maybe five or six. And this little tiny guy, I don't know, maybe five, six, 150 pounds, 140 pounds kind of comes running up beside me. And he's like running roughly the same pace I am. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to jump behind him. And I jumped behind him, but I, like, I'm not, I don't know if I'm getting any advantage because I am like looking over his head I can see everything in front of me because I'm like looking over his head I was like this is probably not a good person to draft behind but I'm gonna hang out here for a little bit you know so (laughs) and then towards the end of the race like as I was kind of picking a few people off they try to jump in behind me there and they'd say like hey I'm gonna draft off you I was like dude go for it I you know I'm I'm not drafting off of anybody and you might as well get some sort of advantage but yeah that that yeah eating all that wind probably didn't help but you know, it made for a good
2: workout, at least. So, the, did you, you know. guys see that there? There was a runner. He was around uh, my my pace at least toward at the beginning, but I I swear it. He was like four ten, four eight, or something like that. Like he was just. I thought he was. I thought it was a kid at first, and then I realized that it was a grown man.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there were some young kids some some kid I, I didn't ask his age because I heard a bunch of people behind him asking how old he was but he he went by me before the turnaround and <laughs> oh, it was one of those old man moments where this you know I can hear him coming up right coming up coming up and then I kind of see that he's short and he goes by me and he's just like he like looks over and he's just like good job and I'm just like <sighs> you're like 14 years right. old, you oh, little fuck shit off kid. <laughs> and he was hauling ass. I was like, man, but uh, yeah, there were some young kids out there running. Yeah. Yeah. it was pretty cool. Was your all heart. Was he out there? Michael?
1: No. Um, oh, I didn't see him anywhere. Michael's been, I think coming off still, or I mean, I don't think he's like fully recovered, but he was coming off a little bit of an injury, but they're doing, um, Ventura. So they'll be up at Ventura. Tony will be up okay. there. Um, they're targeting the now, only
0: person probably. I specifically noticed. It was Carl, right? Carl raced. Oh, Price, yeah, yeah. Th- that was the only person because I was looking for Tony as I was headed out, and you know, you see people going by. You obviously, first, second, third. Saw those guys go by. The guy mm-hmm. in the bright green jersey, but then I just see Carl going by. And I mean, he, I feel like I stand out. That guy's like seven, two or whatever he is. Right. I mean, it's just like, how does that guy run so fast? He looks so tall, but he was jamming. Just runs like an antelope or something. Yeah. 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 He was flying. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Enough about that. Let's do that in two minutes. How's that sound? So we said before we started, I think so. 30 30 (laughs) minutes in, we don't got much to say about surf city. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I hate recapping races. <laughs> All right. What's next, guys? Uh, you guys want to talk
1: T100? Or you want to talk about something else before that? Let's do that. That's, Should that's
0: fine. All right. T100, then we go back to tr- Marathon Talk? Yeah, we'll, we'll bring Surf City back in somehow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, it's a good point. Do you want to do Olympic trials since we're on Marathon Talk? Go for it. I I, I can go either way. Did you Make yeah, a I decision, mean, guys. Well, okay. Olympic Charles. Did you guys get to watch it or just kind of highlights or I watched well, the second half on and
0: off. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah. And for me, I was out riding. Um, and originally I think Michael wanted to do like a watch party at his house. He had thrown me an invite and I'm like, like, that's not happening. That's training time. So <laughs> I invited him out to go ride. I was like, you know, you get to watch it back faster anyway. Once you get home, yeah. we won't know, we won't know who won. So, um, yeah, so I, I didn't watch it live. I went back and watched um, a lot of the highlights just to kind of get, gather what, what had happened. Um, and yeah, it was overall, I, I thought top two men were what I, what I thought were going to go. Um, and then just the way it played out, I, I thought I was kind of bummed for, for Zach Just because I like the way he, I like the way he raced and just kind of went after it. I'm talking about Zach Panning for those who who didn't watch. Um, He took over at about like the three mile mark and literally ate wind for 20 something miles. I mean, right around like 22 until he started to fall off and kind of feel bad for the guy, right? You're just like, he put himself out there and we're, we were just talking about surf city and eating wind. And he was in the wind the entire time pulling these guys and so, I I thought that uh, Connor Mance and Clayton Young would would eventually go by, and especially since they were sitting back the entire time. And I was just hoping that he could hold on a third, because that would have been cool. Mm-hmm. And obviously that that didn't happen. I think he ended up in fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but overall it was it was it was a good race. I thought it was it was very tactical and uh, kind of cool to see. And you did see. The guy who ended up getting third, um, Robert. He mo- moved, yeah, or Leonard. Uh, Leonard.
0: Leonard. Leonard, Leonard, sorry, career. Leonard. Career. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He ended up coming back and and repassing uh, in like the final miles. So that was
0: again. You always like to see that. So. And there's something with his. He didn't qualify, right? He possibly will possibly. qualify. Yeah. And Thanks. that's based on other results or something. I I I, yeah. I didn't follow that completely. Well there was
1: um there would have been a guaranteed third spot if anybody but um was it I think anybody but the top 2 guys so uh, I think they had to go under 208 was it 20840 something like that to un- to automatically unlock a third spot but now a lot of things have to shake out between other races and things like that. And there's a possibility that uh career could go. So, yeah, I think it's, it's kind of like those, if you're watching like, you know, you know, the NFL playoffs and it's like, or you know, as, as wild cards start shaking How the wild
0: card starts, the wild cards roll out. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's like, well, if this team wins and that team loses and then this team ties, it's, it's kind of one of those scenarios. However, career is stoked. I mean, I remember when I, I, I was kind of just getting into running at last year's trials and I remember watching it and being so excited. Cause he was at, you know, I think he was leading the race in the last five miles of, of the trials four years ago. And then he ended up getting, I think fourth or fifth. And I was like really pulling for the dude. Cause he runs, you know, for army technically speaking, you know? So it's always one of those things where it's like, Oh, that's cool. And then just to see him kind of, work his way up into third was really cool and have a possibility is great. So, but yeah, I mean, I think the two who ended up getting the two spots or what everybody thought, um, and then seeing, you know, a couple people drop out that you have high hopes for, but you're, you're, you kind of know that they're really not there. Um, I would have loved to see Rupp, you know, make another, have another shot at it, but you know, maybe he's, he had a rough year, but I think he might be, Beyond that
0: point, now, and then, I um, think he's done. Yeah, yeah. So looking at these guys, obviously every course is different, but nobody ran under two hundred nine. Anybody making the podium in the Olympics? Probably not. But I would say not. Probably, yeah. yeah. No way, right? Yeah.
1: But it's uh, it's encouraging too because Connor. I mean, Connor's not super young, but he's young. You know, I mean, he he won the NCAA cross championships two years ago, two or three years ago. Right. So I mean, he's, he's got a great running background and he's got more shots at it, but I don't know. I mean, he just saw people like Fobble drop out um, Paul Shalimo. Right. Which was cool to see him on the start line, but, mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh man, how cool would it be if he actually, you know, makes this thing. That'd be, that'd be great. But you know, he ended up dropping, Um, you know, and then you have everybody else who's in the Olympic trials who are just happy to be there. Just making the trials is a huge accomplishment. So you really do have a small front pack of guys who, who are in contention for it. So it makes it easier to kind of pick out. But yeah, as you're saying, Chris, I don't, I don't think, I I don't think they're finding four or five minutes, um, you know, in a matter of what months now to, to podium. So.
2: Yeah, I think C.J. Alberson was the other one I thought was going to have a chance. Is that
1: and... the 40-year-old guy? The what? Uh, he, he had an Army singlet on, too.
2: He was J.? in...
1: No, not him?
2: No, C.J. doesn't uh, race for Army. He's a he's a sponsored athlete, but...
1: There was um, a guy... Um, gosh, I can't believe I'm but forgetting his name.
2: No, C.J.'s local. He's from Fresno. Um He's like thirty years old. He he won CIM and then and then the following weekend, he he would did like back to back two elevens. He ran two eleven at CIM and then like the following weekend went down to uh Mexico and ran two eleven again oh, wow. the following weekend. <laughs> okay, so nice. yeah, so they're both like training runs, and I I think he went down like to Mexico to to go race in the heat again after, um, to try and prep more for this course, mm-hmm. but. He ended up fifth. Oh, okay. At trial, yeah. So he was he was two ten oh seven. So wow, literally what 10, 10 yeah, seconds just, back of third.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's and I super impressive.
2: Can, Fresno kid, yeah represent.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it was it was fun to it was a great race, right? Because those three were just, and like you said, you see panning up there, just he's like I'm I'm. I'm going to win it in my fashion. I I'm an, I'm just going to do it and then you're like see these two sitting behind him Manson. and you're just like they're just going to pounce. They're just going to pounce and he's he's just he's not going to have an answer unfortunately. So. Yeah. And that's what well,
2: and Clayton looked like he was cruising. Uh um, He really did. He looked really he, good. Yeah, yeah. Clayton looked really good. Connor was hurting. you could you could tell that you know Clayton could have dropped him at any point if he wanted to. Like if they For weren't sure. if they weren't training partners he would have left him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I think he could have easily gapped that by another 25, 30 seconds, uh, mm-hmm. but he was just running, running with his training partner and his buddy is you know, their friends. So, and then he well, to and give them the and let him win. Yeah. 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 So, and yeah. there's, there's some, there's some talk of like, um, cause you know, they're, they're both sponsored athletes. Um, Clayton's with uh, a and Connors yep. with Nike. Right. And they were saying um, that probably in their contracts, like Nike, the Nike contract yes. had something that said like, if you win trials, you get this bonus. Whereas, uh, Clayton's contract probably said, if you make, make the U S team, you get this right. So like in order mm-hmm. to maximize their bonuses, he kind of yeah. let them win. I wonder if that was a conversation they had probably beforehand, you know, thinking if they could come in one, two, how, it, how they let it, you know, play out. So
1: it kind of, it didn't sound like it too much though, from the post-race interview Um, right at the finish line there. Cause, cause Connor was saying, uh, Clayton was saying to him, he's like, no, I'm not going to go yet. I'm not going to go yet. So Connor kind of knew like, oh, he's going to take off on me Mm -hmm. and he could have. So I don't, I don't know if it's something they discussed and maybe, maybe Clayton was just like, well, I've kind of been here before. So how cool would it be for that young kid to get a win? You know what I mean? So maybe it was like one of those things. Um, or the fact that, I mean, for a good portion, it seemed like not until the end there Clayton was kind of sitting behind Connor for quite a bit. So may, I don't know, maybe that had something to do with it, you know, that he wasn't doing a ton of work until the very end. I don't know, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to think about if like contracts are like, okay, Connor, you're going to get a, you know, 50 K bonus. And Clayton's like, Hey dude, if I let you win, kick me 10 K or something like <laughs> yeah. that. You know what I mean? So,
3: <laughs> um, yeah,
1: yeah. But, yeah, that was it, was it. Was a great race to watch. Um, they actually had it on uh, Saturday at the Surf City Expo when we were at the Beer Garden, and mm-hmm. it played like three times. So I just got to see like all these like kind of different parts of it that I didn't see before, and as that's that cool, was, it was great. But
2: you know, it was interesting to see Connor was in the Fly one, and oh he yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He's he's had the three for over a year. Like right? he's had prototypes, mm-hmm. and he's been running in it. So it was a very uh, deliberate choice to go with the
0: outfit well, one. I feel like I've seen multiple people say that Nike, ha- Nike will come back with the one, right? They're going to do a throwback because there there is a following of people who really like the first shoe and, you know, more so than the second and the third. Uh, I don't know. I've seen, you know, people, people think that, that they will bring it back. I mean, I, I
2: can see that happening. They've talked about it. Uh, but there's almost like a general consensus that nobody really likes the two more than the one, mm. but almost overwhelmingly the three has been like so well received and it's so much lighter and, you know, with no longer having the decoupled soul that almost everybody's going towards the three. So it's interesting to see like even um, Galen, Galen went with the, the original yeah. Fly one yeah. too. And for him, he said he just liked that colorway because it reminded him of Oregon, mm. but um i thought that was interesting because then uh career he was in the alpha fly three and okay and then clayton was in a prototype so we don't know what that was that he was and he oh was, is that uh, they were talking
1: about like the meta edge or they were trying to name it like the meta edge or something like that yeah it's it's yeah. not it's a prototype shoe yeah
2: uh Kafuzi talked to him afterwards and and he yeah he didn't he wouldn't talk about it at all. He just said it was, it was a prototype. So. Mm.
0: so when it's a prototype shoe, they must have to go through something in order to make sure it meets the standards and, and is legal, right? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, so, with a prototype? At the, yeah. It's got to be so, submitted to a committee or something? I mean, somebody's got to make
2: sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you you basically submit your prototype um, into the, like the testing pool or whatever. And then from that point, they have a year from from the, the point that it's approved and the first race to then uh, have it generally available to the public or they can no longer race in that prototype so there has to be like some modification and a new submission for it um but either way at races like this what they do is you have to submit your equipment for inspection before the race and then you submit it after for inspection so there's a pre basically a pre-approval inspection then a post inspection hmm. Because yeah. there was that, remember that one race where that one guy won the race in the, um, the Adidas Prime X? He, he had submitted for inspection the um, uh, the Adidas um, Pro. I, God, what is it? What is the race Don't The race shoe? Oh, my God. It's like the Adi Zero is all I know now. Yeah, there you go. Yes, the Adi Zero Pro okay. uh, 1. And so he submitted that for inspection pre-race I raced in the prime X and then so when he finished and they inspected the shoes post-race, it was a prime <laughs> X, which is an illegal shoe. Cause it's 50 mil stack yeah. height in the rear. So, um, so yeah, so he was basically disqualified. So there definitely is a pre and post-race thing. And yeah, he, they, they were saying that it was almost like a, a promotion of the prime X at that point. But uh, he was saying that somebody mixed up his shoes at the time. And I was like, how do you, you don't, you don't make that mistake. A runner knows what you're putting on your feet. Like that's not. Yeah, I'm not buying that one. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't just roll into my garage and go. I'm just
3: going to a tainted these burrito.
0: Today. Yeah, it's <laughs> a tainted yeah.
2: burrito.
1: <laughs> it's all those horse tranquilizers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But it, yeah, I I I thought it was great. I mean, I I and you know caught the women's side. Did did O'Keefe? She didn't break the women's trial record, right? She she did, or she did. Okay, yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Was it two nineteen? what 219 was it what was it no she went two twenty two ten
0: yeah okay okay so this was her debut marathon Yeah, she's what 25 so then how do you qualify for the olympic trials without ever running a qualifying time
2: you there's can qualify qualifier. with a half yeah there's a half qualifier
0: okay there's
2: a couple races
1: right tony that you can do for half qualifying
2: yeah, I'm not sure what okay. they are, but
0: yeah, yeah, it's not—it's never been on my radar. So, <laughs> <laughs> I figured it had to be something like that, but I, I didn't go research it. I Yeah, so I wondered yeah. how that how that was, but yeah, man, she cr- seemed like she crushed
1: it. She was in control the whole freaking time. Yeah, and then I Sarah Hall dropped out, I believe, and Sarah Hall finished fifth. Fifth? Okay. All right. Yeah. And then, um, did you guys see Molly Seidel's story?
0: That's Molly not the S- runner that p- was pregnant that is all no, over Instagram right no. now. That's I don't know who that is. I haven't watched wild. that video, yeah. but everybody is showing that video. I haven't spent the time to watch it. it did did she come in the top three or something, or did she? No, what was no. the deal with that?
3: Uh,
1: it's just the fact that she was, what, six months pregnant or something, running trials.
0: Oh, like so she it's... ran the trials pregnant.
2: Right? Yeah. Uh, uh, But no, she was, she was, was pregnant. Well, so there's two stories coming out. So it depends which one you're talking about. One was pregnant at the trials. I think, I think she was like seven months pregnant and she ran pregnant at the trials, but (laughs) she dropped out, I think around mile 18. Okay. And Mm -hmm. then there's the other girl, uh, McKenna Myler who got, who finished seventh, who was pregnant leading up to, uh, trust and basically she was I think 10 months pregnant postpartum right and oh wow um finished seventh and was running wow oh, and she wow. actually there's a really cool reel that i think she made and put up on on uh, ig so if you guys okay. to check that out yeah
0: it's a girl she's like in gray shorts and a white top and you see her pregnant you mm. know running so i i didn't know who it was I, yeah I that's it. yeah yeah okay and what a cool last name too as a runner miler miler yeah. yeah yeah that's a
1: good name yeah, I was like, but man, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you saw uh, Molly Seidel's thing because it was like last, I, uh, maybe I just haven't been following very closely, but it seemed like last minute she was uh, pulling out of trials.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, it's I thought that sucks because I thought she was a favorite to to go, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, her and Emma Bates, those are my two where I was like oh, I was really bummed that yeah. they had pulled out. Uh, Emma had posted even like an emotional, you know, kind of teary video mm-hmm. announcing her pull out, but she pulled out like a month ago, month and a half ago. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I was, I guess not surprised that Molly waited so long cause you know, runners do that. And I think we kind of knew, yeah. you know, going into your, you're always going to have people dropping out that final week. So yeah, she's I'd hoping, she's that. like hoping, 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 and then just doesn't pan out. Well, I think she knew. Um, I think she knew she wasn't going to race, but didn't want to announce it for whatever. Um, I I think, you know, to keep the hype going, and at least you're still in the conversation for your sponsors Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, but I guess two other ones that DNF'd that I was bummed to see, Kier D'Amato DNF'd. Mm, yeah, Um, Yeah. And then Molly Huddle DNF'd. So
1: yeah, Damato didn't seem like she was running super strong from the start, to at least not to her full potential, right? Right. Um, she kind of felt like she was still there for a little bit, and then you're just like, oh, it's just that's just not her day. So yeah, but yeah. um,
2: yeah, I mean, then, it
1: seemed. Go
2: ahead. I was going to say, like, no. Well, did she have let's just, They, they, she had like, uh, like GI issues. D'Amato, yeah. I thought I had heard that.
1: Um, possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but I saw, I saw, uh, Morton posted something for Molly, Uh, um, kind of like saying, you know, things don't go your way type of thing, but they're still supporting her. So that was, that was cool. That was good to see, you -hmm. know, because not all. Sponsors don't normally do that, right? If you're if you're not racing and making money for them, they could really give a shit, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but yeah, trials were great, man. It was that's that's always cool, and it's it's cool to see how many people get excited for it too, right? Because it's only once every four years, just like the Olympics, and it almost is the Olympics for for the U.S., right? Because we're not we're not podium pony podi- podiuming at the Olympics, so
2: <laughs> it's a yeah, it's important. Uh, no notable, yeah, Dez in eleventh.
1: I think she's yeah. done, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, yeah. What is she? She's got to be what thirty? How old is Des now? Late thirties for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that she does do a long she makes, does do around. a uh, a podcast, and mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet. I have it queued up, but um, they're I can't remember the name of the podcast now either. But I have it queued up on YouTube, um, where they're they're kind of drinking a little bit so oh really that should be yeah this should be an interesting podcast there cool. at the, the very beginning like the intro is like uh you know we're not going to be 100 percent. this is any more adult content because you know and they're like they they cheers their beers and they're like so that's cool and you know, if, if you haven't listened to any of our podcasts before this is probably not the one you want to start with
3: <laughs> so, that's cool i was
2: like all right i gotta i, I gotta nice. watch and listen to that one yeah um but yeah, so let's go. Like we didn't give top three any love. So uh, sure. obviously Fiona, yeah. um, Fiona O'Keefe um, with the trials record and her you know debut. Emily Sisson, which I thought was going to be top three, and so that was cool to see her come through. And then uh, Dakota Linworm in in third, which I thought had an outside shot. She was kind of a dark horse for me, and so to see her pull that out, that was that was cool to see as well. Um, and all three of them were in a Prototype or modified shoe. So, oh, um, different brands. Well, Keith and Linworm were both in the same, uh, uh, the Puma, they're both Puma athletes. Okay. Uh, So they were in a Puma prototype. And then Emily Sisson, she runs for New Balance and she's, she's in like a modified pacer. Um, Hmm. so it's, it's not a pacer, it's not a, a mashup of like the pacer one and two it's something that's specifically like one of one like made for her um okay and so th- they keep submitting different like prototype like as we talked about earlier um for her to to run in so it'll be interesting to see what shoe comes comes of this for her but
1: yeah yeah and and all three for the women uh automatically qualify right they don't have yeah. the same scenario as the men, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, they're all in. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, hey, high hopes for the women. The men, not so much. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it, was, it seemed it seemed like a. I don't. know. How do you guys feel about the course too? I I I like looped courses, but I don't know. I don't know if for like a full marathon like i like them for iron man's i don't know for like an actual marathon if i would really enjoy a looped course um, at least three loops that is I don't, I don't know how you guys felt about it
2: what did you run in california
1: what isn't that a looped course what do you
2: mean iron man california
1: no i for iron man's i like loop courses i'm saying for like a standalone marathon I don't know if I would enjoy as a runner's
0: perspective or as a, right. It's great for spectators, right?
1: Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Which is to, to the point, I guess probably why they do it that way. But yeah, I, I don't know if it was like a standalone marathon, if I would enjoy a looped course because with, you know, Ironman, you're like, okay, you're at the end of this thing. You know, you're really trying to just get through it, you know, and I, I guess for a marathon, it's the same concept, but. I don't know if it was a standalone marathon. If I would want to run a looped course, I kind of like two loops.
0: I kind of, I I don't mind two loops on courses, right? It kind of gives you that. Okay. Um, you know, whether it's a turnaround point or I'm going back out, this is the last three loops. Three loops is a lot. of (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. There's something about that third loop.
1: Uh, it's, it's just, oh man. And then there's that, that the start, the one mile kind of loop that they do before hitting on the loops. You're like, Okay, we're doing this small little loop and then I still have twenty five miles to go. You know, it's I don't know, bit of a
2: bit of a mind fuck, I, but I mean it's cool I, to watch. I like it. I again I think coming from more of a crossfit background where you're doing rounds and it's easy to break up mentally. And and also mm-hmm. if you're doing multiple multiple loops, you kind of have a target time for each loop and you can almost mm-hmm. just lap your watch too and, and kind of play that game. Uh, I think there's multiple ways to break it up and I, I like it. I, mm-hmm. I, I, almost, I wouldn't say I prefer it. I, uh, my preferred race is a point to point race. I love point to point races. I feel like I'm when I'm, when I feel like I'm, I'm making progress and going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. That always feels good. Um, I don't really care for out and backs, but if, again, if I'm doing loops, I, I like loops too. So I think it's point to point looped and then an out and back type situation. Well, oh, especially for them. Right. They're seeing coaches and family and
1: stuff like that repeatedly. Right. Mm-hmm. So mentally you're like, all right, just get back to this point. Just get back to this point. Just get back to this point type of thing. So yeah. it is, it feels advantageous. I don't know if I would actually enjoy it in a, in a standalone marathon, but, um, for spectators, amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I'd rather do that than like a 10 K on a track or something, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, 25 laps of a track. No, thank you. Yeah. What do you, at so, at that pace, since we're on the, the
1: topic, I mean, do you guys, I mean, I was thinking about Ryan Hall, right? Cause he has the technical, unofficial American uh, men's marathon record. And it was what, like 204 something in Boston, but it's a point to point and it's downhill. So it doesn't technically count, they said as it, as an official record, Mm -hmm. I mean, how come, I don't know. It just seems weird that we haven't had, and he ran in like non-carbon shoes. Right. So how come, it just seems weird that we haven't had somebody quite like that besides maybe Galen. Right. I don't, I wonder what's going on. You know, I understand running's a, not a super popular sport for young kids, but why we haven't seen talent like that in quite a few years for America. Mm -hmm. It's just odd. It's almost discouraging <laughs> <laughs> or encouraging. If you're me, you're like, all oh, right, people are getting slower. I love it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't, it's just, I don't know. it's crazy. It, yeah. No, you, you think, but I, again, it could just be one of those things. I, I don't know. I, I almost look at it like, um, like American soccer players. We don't have great soccer players. because yeah. It's just not popular. I mean,
0: Ryan Hall grew up at altitude, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he ran in big, lived his entire yeah. life in altitude, you know, how many, I mean, obviously that could happen in certain places in the country. Right. But you know, I
1: don't know. But I mean, you have kids growing up in Flagstaff or Boulder or places like that, you know, that's mm-hmm. higher, similar, if not higher elevation than like big bear. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just odd that, I mean, I understand that he's a, he's a freak, like that's a great time. And I know those are few and far between. It's just, it's just crazy with the advancements that we've had and everything that there hasn't been somebody, um, of equal or better talent than him to come along. So, yeah, he's all ripped now, right? He's jacked. He's absolutely (laughs) jacked. He's doing stuff like carrying like, you know, uh, five gallon water jugs for a rim to rim, you know, race and uh, yeah. Wild. So
0: there's hope for me to go backwards. Sure, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so funny to see pictures of him in his running days. He's just like this scrawny kid, and now you see him he's just like
2: Jack the dolt, you know,, yeah, it's oh, cool funny, so who's more natural, uh Ryan Hall or Nick Bear
1: uh w-
2: there's no more
1: natural, they're both natural, <laughs> <laughs> who's less
3: natural,
0: more natural. <laughs> <laughs> uh i might even say nick bear <laughs> it is crazy Shoot. to think though right <laughs> if You look at,
1: like like nick's a guy who's always been big or like you know bigger than a runner and then you see yeah. someone like ryan go from being a runner to being you know a, a bulkier guy and you're like oh wow that's like that's super impressive and you know hopefully for anybody else that kind of gives them hope that it's like well i don't have to be a scrawny guy the whole time if i want to you know put on muscle and gain weight i can do so so it works both ways like chris is saying yeah just don't be afraid of needles (laughs) (laughs) yes The sentiment shared by one host on this podcast not all
0: three (laughs) (laughs) so for me it's (laughs) ozempic yeah see there you go although i don't know if that says decrease you know decrease muscle mass you know so since i'm so i'm just all muscle i need yeah 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 that's not my problem yeah Yeah, right uh all right what's next t100 yeah t100 aren't you excited uh, about this
2: i need to pull up the list i am excited pto t100 the triathlon
0: world tour (laughs) Hey, they're they're doing a lot more to build excitement than Iron Man is. So, I mean, it's uh, I'm excited to see it. Now, I wanted you guys to explain what the contract means, right? It seems as if the they're they're saying they're they're under contract certain athletes. Uh, I thought it'd be good to talk about what that means because obviously Chelsea, our favorite female triathlete is under contract, but also just won a, an Ironman event. So what does it mean? All these athletes coming out posting that they're, they're signed with the the world tour. You want to take that? You want me to speak about it, Tony? You can go for it.
2: I can fill in any gaps if I see fit.
1: Okay. Yeah. So uh, again, we don't have exact details on what the contracts say, right? But to our understanding, if someone is contracted with the PTO, they can only choose so many athletes. So there is twenty athletes at any one of these PTO events. Sixteen of them are these "quote unquote" contracted athletes, and then there is supposed to be four wild card spots, um, or hot spots, or whatever the hell they call them. <clears throat> so that can be, you know, for example, uh, Gustav and Christian are not contracted. So if they feel like they want to jump in a PTO event, they could possibly get a wild card for that. Which would be super exciting, but these contracted athletes means that they they have the opportunity to race in these PTO events and be part of the grand finale. So someone like Lionel, not contracted, he
0: can't be part of this. stuff. so up and Christian can't. Contract doesn't mean they have to race; it means that they can race uh, without qualifying or, yeah, I mean, they basically they're in regardless. Right? Yeah. They're not a wild, always always been mm-hmm. with the rankings. So in this case, these athletes are in regardless.
1: Correct. And they are, they have to race five events in the PTO. I believe Tony, do you know that? Off I believe it chances? is five. Yeah, I thought it
0: was guaranteed five, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. So they have and, to,
2: yeah, have to race five to be part of the grand yeah. finale. Yeah.
1: So, um,
3: and under, under anyways, contract,
2: there's, there's 20 of each. There's 20 male, 20 female.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And so uh, they just take the top 20 rankings. But, you know, for example, as I said before, Christian and Gustav, if they fall within that top 20, I mean, then that's going to move back to athletes. But Lionel didn't rank in the top 20, so he's not one of the athletes they asked. Uh, But as you were saying, yes, you could still race Ironman events. However, if you're contracted with the PTO, you're probably not going to be part of the uh, Ironman pro series, because if you think about it, if you want to be part of that series, you also have to race five events and two of those being full. I mean, that's a lot of racing. That's a lot of racing for any athlete. Um, for example, Sam long, um, he doesn't, he's definitely targeting the PTO. He doesn't seem to be targeting Ironman. Uh, but he, it does sound like he is still going to try to race 70.3 world champs and those sorts of things. But to kind of answer your question more directly, there's no obligation where they cannot race Ironman. They cannot race challenge. They cannot race some. Now
0: you think there's pay guaranteed with this contract or it's just guaranteed the opportunity to race and you have to race five times. I think indirectly there's, you know,
1: guaranteed pay, right? Because if you're part of this list of 20, I mean, you're guaranteed. What's the minimum payout? Like 5,000 bucks, um, at 20th place, 20th place. Right. So if you're, you know, it's not great if you're coming in last every single one of those races, but it's guaranteed somehow, Mm -hmm. which is, it's not guaranteed for Ironman. You could be in the pro series and not win any money.
0: So. Yeah. Well, five grand is most, more than a lot of Ironman races, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So last place is better than first place. Yeah. Yeah. And then,
1: you know, I, I don't know what the payout for, the final grand finale is right. I don't know what that structure looks like if, if they're bonused, right. Based on where they place or, or however that works. But yeah, I mean, and you have like Jason West, right. He signed and he, didn't he just wasn't, um, challenged Daytona this weekend or was that? Yeah. yeah and uh, he, he won that, right. Yeah. Or I don't know if it was Daytona last weekend, some challenge. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So he just won that. Right. And like you were saying, Chelsea just won, um, 70.3 Tasmania, so yeah, there's no there's no contract where they cannot race an Ironman Brennan event, a challenge event, any anything like that. They're allowed to do whatever they want, but they I believe they are contracted to race five events
0: through PTO. Right. Yes. Now how many PTO events are there? Do you guys recall? I don't recall how many there were. Eight or nine? Eight? There's yeah, there's the
2: there's team. eight. Eight including the grand final. Okay. Which the grand final, there's no location for that yet. Well, there's still no location for
1: California,
0: California. right? I know that's the craziest and a, thing, and
2: a date, <laughs> and a date, yeah. But at least it, we know it's in yeah. California. The grand, the grand final.
0: You don't even know what continent it's on, right? Yeah, so, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. It does make you wonder who they're trying to partner with that uh, they can't put that date out yet, or even location or anything. So, yeah, I mean, well, there was what's a crazy lot of-
2: too. Is if you look at it, the this on the schedule because there's dates for dubai which is the 16th 17th of november and the grand final scheduled for the 29th and 30th of november so that's two weeks apart from the final race to the grand final so i would one would think if if you're targeting five races dubai is not going to be one of those races
0: right yeah especially if you're in contingent right coming coming in yeah do you want to race that one yeah, I I don't. We were
1: there was a lot of discussion in the Discord about where the California race could be. Talking about Malibu, talking about, um, well, you know, possibly it can't be LA. A Malibu. Right. Well, that that whole thing is so weird, right? Because Super League bought it, and now they're screwed. And like that guy's going to come back with another race. There's there's no way that original race director is going to do anything with it. Um, that's a whole different topic, but as San Diego is a great place to do it, and someone also threw out the idea of escape, but I think that's probably not a PTO desired course. There's, you know, some interesting things that happen, uh, in that race, uh, the point to point swim and the sand ladder and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know if that's a yeah. PTO's alley, although it would be cool, uh, but they could, they could do their own thing altogether. Um, and it's, and it's always funny to see like when these dates are too, because Las Vegas is the week before Kona, right? So that's, I, I'm interested to see how that goes because that would, I mean, sounds like a great event, but actually, but for the men at least, like who's going to show up, there's, there's a lot of dudes on this list that will want to be at Kona. So I'm excited to see how, what happens there. Uh, at that one
2: yeah can we go over the contract list so this is crazy like so if yeah. you look at the, the rankings from last year the the women the top 15 ranked women from last year are all signed with the pto
3: mm-hmm.
2: so it, i'll just go top to bottom from uh, 1 through 15 right now um and ashley gentle taylor nib lucy charles laura phillip kat matthews that's an Ironman athlete athlete is all well right there Paula Finley, that's expected. Daniela, you would think, again, Ironman athlete. Um, Eamon uh, Simmons, and then Emma Pallett Brown, your girls, Chelsea Sodaro. Um, I always am going to screw up this name Marjolene. Marjolene. Sky Munch, uh, Tamara Jewett, India Lee. And that's so that's the top 15. We're missing a 16th athlete. I don't know who that is. Um, I didn't look back at that and then you Amelia have Watkinson. Amelia Watkins. Amelia Watkins which is uh 17th ranked, Holly Lawrence 22nd, Lucy Byram, 25th ranked, and then the two that were unranked um t- is uh Taylor uh, Spivy and Flora Duffy, which obviously they're going to get in. Spivey. So who was that sp- Spivy, sorry? Who, um who is the 16th ranked athlete now? Now I'm curious. From from last year? Yeah. Sarah True is ranked 16th. Okay, so then that's who's missing.
1: Yeah. And she's kind of a Iron Man uh, person.
2: Yeah. And then on, on the men's side, which was interesting, is really the only ones that are missing, um, Christian is missing. He was the number one. Jan was fourth, so obviously he's, he's missing. And 10th, if you can guess. Well, I know, you know it. Patrick no guesses? There you go. Yeah. But other than that, like... It's a, it's a who's who. One through one through 17 would be like – or two through 17, again, minus those three guys are all there. It's crazy. Um, and then oh, I was going to say like some of these like higher-ranked athletes that signed like Max Newman was uh, ranked 174th. He's, he signed Martin Van Riel, uh, 205th, and then Javier Gomez. That's an interesting one. Hey, what is he like? He's got like 42 now. What, how old is that guy? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, yeah, he's in his 40s to uh I, ranked 267th. I oh, love seeing Alistair real in there. And Alistair, yeah. And Alistair, Alistair, Alistair they're promoting
1: Alistair like crazy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, cuz why would you not? Right. Um Right. And then oh, Rico Bogan, which he he won yeah. 7.3 worlds oh, yeah. last year. He's and ranked twenty two twenty two, twenty three? 22 23. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. But I love seeing Martin van real in there and then I it's yeah, the and also He didn't sign, but given his year last year, I mean, it wasn't a great year for him, but Gustav could also be in this list, you know, anywhere in this list, um, who is also not signed because he's, I think he's targeting the pro series. So, and Kona, but yeah, you know, Lionel's not on there. Um, I don't know. I mean, well, Joe Skipper is another one who's not ranked within that group, but
2: didn't sign with him. Yeah. Um, but he's an, he's an Ironman athlete. That's yeah. Yeah. For sure. He does, he does better the longer he goes. Hmm. Yeah.
1: But yeah, an interesting list, but again, it's, you could, it's funny cause you could, you could have the T100 and then you can have the Ironman pro series and it's still, it's stacked everywhere. It's, it's, it's a crazy time for triathlon. That's for sure. Um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that Rudy, decided to sign with them um i I thought he would be more focused on the pro series but who knows um sam is a little surprising not not a crazy surprise um sam laid is a big surprise to me i as someone who in my eyes kind of has to has to win kona to solidify that he is right as good as you know people are making him out to be I'm not so, saying he can't go to Kona, but it just seems weird to target this. And, and when
0: were the finals? Well, they have, they haven't said the exact date. No, before, it's, and, uh,
2: in, and in November, the grand the grand final. Okay, yeah.
0: and then when is Kona? October, October 26th. Yeah, so there'd be a month there. So I guess you could front load, do your five races or your four, five races, and then shift over and try and. Uh, Go back to Iron Man because, yeah, I would think he would definitely want to take the shot at Kona. Otherwise, it's okay. Three more years, right?
2: So, even if you do your first, if even if you do the first five races, the fifth race is the Visa at the end of September, September 29th. Mm-hmm. So, you have two weeks mm-hmm. to Kona, right? That's that's it. They made yeah, it very yeah. very difficult to be able to do well at both.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. really clever. Actually, I mean, it's super clever. But, yeah. well, it's funny. I am going to gripe because. Every time I go to look for PTO on Instagram, it drives me nuts because you can't find the PTO if you search PTO.
1: Oh, professional triathletes. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, and their Instagram is gone right now. Oh, really? Yep. It doesn't huh. exist. It's uh, they, either they've hidden their account or something uh, because I went to their website in order to find it. And, it, and it, it said, sorry, not found. So then I was, right now I was just thinking, huh, that's pretty funny. Their Instagram is broke from their their website. But then I went and I searched it and found someone else, multiple people who've tagged them. Yeah, it, their account, uh, it says, it's like it doesn't exist right now. So I'm curious, maybe they're revamping their account. Iron Man or hacked them. You know, got, <laughs> they got hacked. <laughs> they got blocked. What'd they post? They post something bad? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That just seems really, you know, they branded themselves PTO and uh, everywhere you've got to type out the full professional triathlete. It's so, it's very annoying.
1: The um kind of talking about the women's side, cause we were talking about this a little bit. So, I mean, Ashley is not a surprise. Paula is not a surprise, but uh, Lucy is a bit of a surprise, but you know, and we we're kind of talking about her, I don't want to call them obligations, but where we thought she would go. And then she chooses the T100 and it's like, well, I can, A, make a lot more money, race a shorter distance and have less load on my body because, you know, racing full distances is, is difficult. And also it's not a Kona year. So why would I really care too much? And she had to post that thing on Instagram sort of, defending herself or her decision? You feel like
0: she had to defend herself or was she getting a lot of crap for it? Is that what was happening? Cause I know we had this discussion on the side. I mean, I, I see it. I mean, I do see it. She's had a lot of injuries, right? She's struggled with a lot of injuries. So not doing a bunch of, uh, maybe the the T100 is better, but I mean, and there's a lot more money there and she doesn't feel that, that racing in Nice is kind of her race.
1: I don't think she was, um, I don't think she was getting shit for it. I, I maybe she was, but I think the bigger thing was people were kind of saying, and I, I, kind of feel this way too. It's like, well, look, Lucy's not doing niece, so niece isn't the real world championship. Nobody cares, so you can put an asterisk next to that, and that's where she comes out and says, no, that is the real world champ. Like I'm, I'm not defending my title. I'm defending my title in Kona, but I'm not defending being the uh, 2024 world champ. And so people, I think she was just kind of, you know, maybe uh, helping Iron Man out a little bit and saying that that is still the real championship. But in all reality, if she cared that much about it, she would go. Right. And I think it just kind of solidifies that it's not Kona, <laughs> you know? So yeah.
2: I, I think that's part of it, but she's always been an athlete. That's one and two do different things, right? When she tried to, you know, make the Olympics in the open water swim. And then, um, and I don't remember what the distance was indoor long distance Uh, and then 3,200 or something. Yeah. Yeah. In the pool to make the Olympic team that way. Um, and so she's, she's very well-rounded and she's done plenty of different things. So it, you know, after, I think if she wouldn't have won last year, she probably would have stuck with Ironman this year. But the fact that she won and it was Kona, and she can kind of again refocus. Also, I think with the PTO races, uh, it does benefit the stronger swimmers even more because Mm. the percentage of the race that is swimming is is larger when when you go to this this 100K
0: distance. So there's that. Um, And how many? I had asked you guys earlier, she's yet to win a PTO race. Yeah, right? she just came in yeah. second a few times. I mean, ha, but has she raced that many? Really, she's kind of been
1: injured since. In twenty twenty two, she did. She raced she? quite a few. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, not not a ton. But yeah, like Tony's saying, I mean, all these other guys, and I don't I don't know so many gals, but all these other guys get to race everything, Ironman, Olympics. All, why wouldn't you want to? You know, okay, I did. I did full distance. Let me go to what they call long course but you know half right let me go there and let me try that out and let me prove that i am a very well rounded athlete like nobody would talk about yan the way they do if he only raced ironman right that it, it it just the fact that he did everything so well she wants to do the same that's how you get named you know one of the greatest of all time so i don't blame her at all i i think it's a really good decision um You know, and I I don't know if the pro series is something where she can truly say she's the best if she's not racing these types of women. So,
2: yeah. Well, and also, again, like if you want to race the top women, the top 15 ranked PTO women are here racing the PTO series. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you went to Ironman, one could argue, like, oh, okay, now you're, you know, you're sticking with Ironman because there's no competition
0: over there. Right. Right. Well, how much does, uh, Lionel not being signed now come back and, you know, shed light on his decision to go Ironman? I think, I think less, I think it means
1: less because it is a Kona year. If it wasn't a Kona year, if it's a nice year, then it's like, Oh yeah. Like Lionel, you're kind of not up to, to par with everybody else. But the fact that it's a Kona year, he's like, fuck it, I'm, I want to win Kona, right? That's the goal. And this is the perfect year to do it. So yeah, I'll go, I'll go do this, you know, but who knows? I mean, he's a psycho. So
0: maybe he does, maybe he's a wild card for one of these things. So, Well, definitely for anyone who has really wanted to win Kona, right? I mean, and hasn't, and it's back in Kona from the men's side, especially with all these that I've signed with PTO, there is definitely possibly opens some stuff up the olympics right christian mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gustav yeah if they're going to do it this is probably the year to take a shot
1: we're going to we're going to see christian at probably one or two of these events i don't know if we see gustav cuz it sounds like he's all in for kona well he's still trying to do the olympics but it sounds like he's probably more more geared towards kona and yeah i but again looking at this schedule like we were talking about before i don't know how people like Sam Laidlow are going to make any solid run at Kona, which bums me out too, because I want him to be there in his best form. And if he wins, he wins. But
3: oh,
0: yeah,
1: no, I definitely would. I want to see Sam race Kona yeah, again. But I don't want to, I don't want him to not be in his best form and place ninth or something and go, oh, you know, it's because I've been doing all these other races. I, I yeah. don't, like, I don't like that. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how some of these athletes choose their schedule. But yeah, I mean, if you, if you have to race five events, that's a, that's a short runway to, you know, have any room for Kona.
0: Yeah. Now are either of you considering we've got a PTO event, not too far. From us now, well, California. I, I have the feeling California is not an age group event. I, I think it's a professional event partnered with a, an age group event that's happening. Oh, so I don't. That that's just the way I was reading reading into it, right? There was something that said they were going to partner with a local event, so I could see them hosting the PTO professional, but then running you know whatever it is. You know, it's not Malibu, but Malibu Triathlon or yeah, whatever. Um, but we've got Henderson, right? which is not very far for us, six hours. Would you guys consider doing a PTO event? Six hours? Are you biking over there? The Isn't the it six hell? hours to drive to Arizona? That's
2: like a four-hour drive. Oh, four it's five.
0: Vegas, not Arizona. I was thinking uh, Vegas when I said that. I was thinking Arizona when I said that, not Vegas. Yes, Arizona, six hours. Vegas is three and a half.
2: Not not on my radar to raise it. I, I got a pretty... F- full calendar right now so i wouldn't look to it but i also i raced silverman the last year which was actually in lake mead and that was one of the toughest races i had raced at that point so um i don't yeah i don't know if i'd go back for that
0: yeah i did think about that because silverman was a brutal race uh so it did make me wonder how how tough this this race would be
1: yeah I, i actually um I don't know, but I did put my name on the interested list thing just in yep. case. Cause I have nothing, I have nothing at the, uh, really from like June on right now. So, um, I put it on there just cause it'd be cool to experience it and see what that, you know, their atmosphere is like and what competition yeah. is like and how, at least for the age group side of things. Right. Cause I don't know if this is something that people target. Um,
0: plus I like, cause the like age people. group is the day before usually, right? I or, think it's after the women. Is it after? Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't, think. I uh, don't know, you, but you're there to experience
1: the pros. Yeah. And that's the other part. I, I would rather it be before. So then I can, you know, be out there spectating all day in the heat. Cause it's not a race. You want to spectate all day and then go race the next day. Right. So, yeah. um, I would hope it's before, but we'll see. Um, but I don't know, even if, even if they, you know, finally release it and say, we're going to take 1500 athletes. I don't even know if I will sign up. But it's intriguing. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that course looks like, but obviously they've done races out there before. So, cool. I don't know. Yeah, but it's going to be fun to watch everything how it unfolds, um, and hopefully Ironman and PTO kind of, you know, at least on like social media and stuff,
0: kind of battle back and forth and call each other out because that makes it fun. But I mean, the cool thing is there's a try. I mean, between with all of the triathlon happening, I feel like there's going to be a live stream race every other weekend, at least pretty <laughs> much. There's always something to watch, which pretty is pretty cool.
1: much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny. I didn't, I didn't realize that, uh, the Miami T 100 is the clash race. Hmm. Right. I, and I don't, I don't know how that works. Cause is isn't, Clash completely different from PTO and maybe Clash Miami, or are they not having a pro race at Clash Miami?
0: It's just age group. Again, it could be like one of those events where they're partnering, right? They're partnering with a, a race that's happening and just creating a one 100 version. I think that's kind of lame, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I just... It's like, oh, this race was already here. We'll just call it T one hundred.
0: Well, and what they did with nationals? Did they do that with nationals last year? Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, share some of the cost. I guess get the spectators there. You got a ton of built-in spectators for the race, which is cool yeah. when you might not normally have that many spectators.
1: Yeah. What well, do you guys do? You guys have uh, a favorite to kind of win the entire T one hundred.
0: Ooh. gotta be lucy right
2: uh i mean like how do you how do you kind of bet against ashley gentle that's yeah. a, that's a tough one um god yeah that's that's oh i mean taylor's there like come on
0: yeah right <laughs> yeah is taylor signed yes, yes. She is signed. Yeah. Okay. I didn't hear you say that one. I was wondering about her. Yeah. That's, I mean, gosh, that is a good distance for her.
1: Yeah. That, I, I, you, you, I mean, Paula is also another consistent racer, right? So you can't really have a bad day at any of these races if you want to place really well overall. Right. So yeah, it's a stack yeah. list. And then on, I'd on the- say,
0: yeah, Ashley. Okay. Or well, no, Ashley. Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't consider Paula for the win. Okay, I would say, yeah,
2: yeah. No, again, I I really like Paula. I mean, like the, I have so many. There's so many athletes in here I really like. Um, and if if Flora's healthy, mm. that's mm-hmm. another one. That, and then I mean, Holly. Just because I like I really like Holly, but I think well, she I mean be top, like top him, five. Too. But yeah, do you think they'll win it?
1: Yeah, I don't think. No. I don't think Holly's in my top five.
2: That's my Night heart talking, man. not my, not my right, not my head. Nah, it's not your heart.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> and Anne, I mean, yeah, I mean, Anne's got to be a top three, right? Um, if I were to, if I were to pick, I'd probably go Taylor, Ashley, Anne, something like something like that. But I don't know. We, we might get totally surprised. So I yeah. kind of hope when we do. And then on the men's side, it's like I think Jason West has huge potential to win the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. But Magnus, too. I mean, I just don't know. I
2: don't know how that looks. And then um, uh, Jason. Uh, Jason, he's really got to work on his swim if he wants to try and win this thing.
3: Mm-hmm. otherwise
2: there's no way yeah he's he's running from behind way too often yeah um and so i looked at some of these like lower ranked athletes that overall could probably do really well do you that like matisse better, just better swimmers
1: either you guys like matisse magerier uh I don't know how his run is. Is he a strong He's a strong runner, yeah. But he's just he's he's a very consistent athlete. Like he's not gonna come out in the back of the swim, he's not gonna come out, you know, last on the bike, and he's gonna hang on for the run. Um so he's very well rounded. But I mean, Daniel Backagard ranked at eleven is like it seems so wrong.
2: <laughs> so um well, he had Max Newman at 174, and he's the I, one who broke broke up the party of Jan yeah, and yeah. Christian.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's another that's another guy considering his performance at Kona two years ago. I gotta imagine he wants to go back and have some redemption. I don't know. I mean I just I feel like he's like I'm I'm gonna fucking win that thing one of these days, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. He could he could have some, you know, yeah, spoil the party again, pretty much.
0: All right, guys. Yep. Is that it for the week? Cutting yeah. you guys off. Let's do it. No, that's fine. We're at 1.30. Wow.
2: I haven't said anything, uh, you know, inappropriate yet, so maybe we'll we close <laughs> this out on a stop before <laughs> <on a> we do. <window. laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Sal is going to be very disappointed that you didn't pull this one up for us. <laughs> Made the whole thing worth listening at the very end. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, maybe we can be consistent. We'll get this one out quick and uh, record another one next week. That's right. Yep. Sounds good. All right. All right. Have a good one. Talk soon, guys. Better, guys.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the OC Endurance Podcast. If you have
0: any comments or
1: questions for us, please send us an email at podcast at ocendurance.com or send us a message on Instagram at ocendurancepodcast and be sure to give us a follow. Tell us what you want to hear about next or who you want to hear from next. Don't forget to leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whichever
3: platform you're listening on. We would greatly appreciate it.